We're glad you're here, and uh, if you're looking for a church home, we want to welcome you here to Discover. You are welcome to be with us here in God's family. For several weeks, we've been walking through a series called Shadows, where we have been going through the Old Testament and seeing how Jesus just really overshadows the entire story. In Adam and Eve, we saw that at the very beginning, even when our relationship with God was broken, Jesus was promised to come and fix it. In Noah, we see that Jesus brings God's amazing grace to us and is our escape from certain destruction. With Abraham and Isaac, we saw that Isaac's life was spared and our lives are also spared because God provided the lamb, Jesus, the lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. And that idea continues in the story of Moses and the Israelites and the Passover. When Jesus is the ultimate Passover lamb and the one who frees us from slavery, the one who frees us from sin and death. We saw Jesus in the story of Ruth and Boaz, understanding that commitment is greater than comfort, and that Jesus is the ultimate example of that because he gave up all of his comfort. In fact, he gave up his life for us. In the story of David and Mephibosheth, we saw that, that unexpected kindness is, is something foreign to our world. But it's exactly what Jesus pours out on us and what he expects us to give to others. In the story of Hosea and Gomer, we saw that, that even when we pursue other things, God constantly pursues us and provides Jesus for us. In the book of Isaac, we see that like King David, Jesus would come and drive out the enemies, win incredible victories, and bring peace once again. But it wouldn't look at all like what the people expected. From before time began until time ceases, and beyond, Jesus casts the shadow of his presence over it all, including over our lives. The presence of Jesus rests over humanity's story, and certainly in the story of Mary and Joseph, which we just saw portrayed for us. Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. But the way God entered our world, again, was unexpected, had many surprising elements. Have you ever noticed how Christmas cards and songs paint this lovely portrait, this lovely nativity scene, and how they're in a peaceful little town on a quiet, tranquil night? Really? <laughs> I mean, last time I was in a barn, which is where tradition tells us Jesus was born, there was noise, there were smells, there was, pardon, animal poo on the ground. 
not exactly the ideal birthing room. And the words, the cattle are lowing, the poor baby wakes, but little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. Really? <laughs> Why wouldn't baby Jesus cry? The Bible tells us that Jesus cried as a man. In fact, it says he wept. I'm sure that little baby Jesus cried when he was tired or hungry or cold or needed to be changed. Mary gave birth to her first child. And all the people who would normally be there for the birth were not. Not only was no one present that should have been there necessarily, she was without epidural, okay? And I'm guessing that it wasn't a totally silent night. And as far as that goes, as far as we know, Joseph was the midwife. And you know he was thinking, they didn't teach me any of this stuff in carpentry school. But God was not born into the world with fanfare. God came into the world almost unnoticed. Though Jesus is the King of kings and Lord of lords, it was not a noble royal birth. He wasn't born in a palace. And what's more, when Mary and Joseph brought Jesus to be dedicated in the temple, they had to offer the alternate sacrifice for people who were poor. So many challenges. So much tension. And that's not all. The prophecy said this baby would be the savior of the world. Prophecy also said that he would be despised, rejected, wounded, and killed like an innocent lamb. Not exactly what they expected, but our God is wonderfully surprising. God became a person because God is relational, not somewhere far from us, but God comes near, intentionally entering our lives. You see, God reaches into the chaos of the story of Mary and Joseph and into our story and moves people towards hope and healing. As we saw and heard, again, there was quite a bit of relational tension in this story. When Mary was very obviously pregnant but claimed she was a virgin, who really believed her? Would you? At first, Joseph didn't. It took an angel, angel visitation to change his mind. And it kind of makes you wonder, what if Mary and Joseph lived in the era of social media? Let's watch this video. God came to earth. God's plan is to be in loving relationship with his creation. God's plan is to be in loving relationship with all who are willing. God broke through the tension and chaos of our world with his light and his love to be relational. 
God will break through your tension and chaos with his light and love because he wants to be in relationship with you. If you're facing anxiety, Jesus provides peace that goes beyond understanding. If your relationships are troubled, Jesus can bring hope and healing and peace and forgiveness. If you keep buying things because they provide temporary happiness, Jesus can provide fulfillment and joy that lasts. If you're struggling with an addiction, Jesus is able to fully satisfy the deep longing that addiction never can. If you're unsure of the path ahead, the Bible can light the way and the Holy Spirit will be with you as a guide. If you're depressed, Jesus can help provide purpose for you to help you move forward each day and help you get out of bed. If your finances are strained, God has a plan that is wise, profoundly simple, and it actually, truly works. If things in your world seem unstable, God's word is an immovable foundation on which you can build your life. If you're walking through a difficult time, Jesus will walk every step with you and carry you when you can't take another step. Hear this truth one more time. God wants to break through your tension and chaos with his light and his love because God wants to be in relationship with you. Emmanuel, God with us. And God wants us to shine that light and that love into our world because God wants to be in relationship with the people around you. Jesus came to earth humbly, simply, relationally, because of love. And God wants us to take that message humbly, simply, relationally, because of love. Jesus said he is the light of the world. And he also said that his followers were the light of the world. We reflect the light of Jesus into our world. And where God's light shines, God's love shines. As 1 John 4, 9 through 11 says, the light of God's love shined within us when he sent his matchless son into the world so that we might be, live through him. This is love. He loved us long before we loved him. It was his love, not ours. He proved it by sending his son to be the pleasing sacrificial offering to take away our sins. If he loved us with such tremendous love, then loving one another should be our way of life. Christmas means God is zealous in his love for you. Christmas means God loved the world so much he gave his only son. Christmas means God empowers us to love in the same way. And where God's light shines, God's love shines as well.